This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Ali. What up, D? Hey, man, have you ever had problems going to sleep? Nah, but sometimes I have problems staying asleep. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I used to have the same problem, but then I found out about Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams. Yes, sir. Sweet Dreams is the highest quality Colorado CBD blended with the power of a melatonin. Damn, that's dope. Now I'm knocked out at night and I got crazy energy in the morning. Yeah, where can I get that, D? You need to go to www.naturalrxsource.com. That's www.naturalrxsource.com. Put in the code SLEEP10 for 10% off your first order. Bet. I'm going to go there right now. Well, go to sleep and stay asleep. Sweet dreams. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice. Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In The Conversation. The podcast. Ooh. What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing pretty good. It's been a minute, at least seven days since I chopped it up with you. Six and some change. Something like that. At this point. Okay. (laughs) What's cracking, man? How you doing? Everything good, man. You know, out here living life, remixing life, and shit, you know? It's one of them times where, you know, it's time to go to the next level again. Again? Again. I hear that. You know, well, it's just like when you out here in the wild, mm-hmm. you know, the game changed real fast and you got to be able to respond to it. Right. Know? So it's in one of them responsive, like, okay, I see what's happening on the horizon. This is what I need to do to get in place. Yeah, it's, a, it's a proactive jump on them. Yeah, you got to be proactive or you're going to be out the game. So you see something switching up and you I ready? definitely see lots of things switching up uh-huh. and lots of places where, you know, sometimes you outgrow a space. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's a space you don't want to be no more. You want to, mm-hmm. you don't want to do certain things. And I think I'm in that space. All right. You know, well, it's just more the the service side of what we do. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Just try to try to slowly drop that down a little bit and do more project based what we want to do type things. A little bit more creative. A little more own creative. A little more on your own as opposed to what you know you you find yourself doing a lot of work and all your work is somebody else work mm. you know what I'm saying yeah. and uh you know all these all these deaths and shit is like how you re- rethinking your shit like hey man if I died today all I did was everybody else shit <laughs> you know yeah, <laughs> you, don't want, yeah. you know what I'm saying you don't want your your, your, your obituary to be like he did everybody else shit <laughs> everybody else he was good at uh fucking assists <laughs> you know what I'm saying throwing alley-oops Ah. So, you know, it's one of those those types of situations where it's like, you know, when you're going to get to your shit real hard mm. and make your shit the top priority and not just the side priority or, you know, a 50% priority. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, I'm in that space right now. I hear that. I can is, see that. Which is, you know, that's a that's a lonely space. Because I mean, really, when you're talking about something that don't exist, it ain't nobody to really talk to about it. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they can listen. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you need, sometimes you need feedback, and sometimes that mirror be the feedback. Trial and error, doing it, uh-huh. seeing if it worked, you know, testing and shit like that. Okay. Yeah. 
So that's where I'm at, man. It feel good though. I, I like that. It I like that good. process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, in the unknown part of the journey, we gotta just trust that process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you out there in the dark. And, and making assumptions based off of, you know, the information that you have. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and you see where things going. And then you start seeing other people eating your lunch where you used to get lunch. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then you like, oh, hey, wait, whoa, whoa, hold up now. But then it's that lunch you ain't even want. I ain't even want no turkey sandwich. <laughs> but you mad. But <laughs> just off of GP. GP. You Come eat on. turkey sandwiches out here? I ain't even never seen you eat turkey you know sandwiches. I'm the first one puts turkey sandwiches <laughs> on the map. That nigga was eating spicy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get out of here. Wow. But you know, it's it's one of those things. You have to let go where you came from to get where you're going. All right. I hear that shit. <sighs> so that's where I'm at with it. All right. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. You know, it's the remix. There you go. There you go. But I, I got a good plan. I feel good. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'm getting good response. Okay. So, you know, that's it. That's what's up. That's what I've been up to. Well, so, that's what I ain't been nowhere. Uh-huh. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> been, I hear you. All right. <laughs> no further questions. No, I mean, you can ask many questions. I right. just don't have no further answers. Like other it. than, you know what I'm saying? You said all these. In the lab. Deaths. Yeah, man. What, who else? What deaths? Are we talking? What you talking about? I mean, I mean shit. My mom died okay. in March. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Gypsy died at the end of March. Right. John Singleton died yesterday. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. All those falling in my realm some kind of way. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. And in little ways, but then in some ways, big ways. Like, you know, John Singleton was a storyteller. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He made black shit. Rest in you peace. Know what I'm yeah. And. The you know the blackest of things that at the highest of levels you know yeah so uh, he's definitely in my sphere so yeah you know you look at what he's done in his fifty one years which you know I thought he would have been a little older than that but he did Boys in the Hood he was twenty three some shit Ain't that like crazy that. you know what I'm saying that was his first ever movie right <laughs> nominated for an Oscar you know so still the youngest. Director ever nominated for an Oscar? Still, that's, that's crazy. crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but go ahead. I'm and they not... said they, you know, they offered him a hundred thousand to walk away from the project because they wanted a more experienced director. Uh, and he was like, "This the movie I was born to make." He did that shit. Yeah, he did it. But then the link, you know what I'm saying, with him being from Crenshaw, Nipsey. You know what I'm saying, Nipsey being from Crenshaw, him the one actually doing the Crenshaw shirt in Boys in the Hood. Oh, is that where that's from? Yeah. Oh, I never caught that. I didn't either until I saw this video of him in the Marathon store uh-huh. telling the story of how he put Trey in the Crenshaw shirt because the dude at the flea market used to sell him. Oh, wow. And then he was like, I'm going to put that in the movie. So he was like in the last scene mm-hmm. with with Trey and, and uh, Doughboy on the porch, Right. you'll see uh, Trey with the Crenshaw shirt on. Same font. No, nah, it's, the, it's, the, it's like the block font. They had it in the store too, but it's okay. not the one with the, okay. the you know, the, oh, okay. the sport font. Right. It's the one with the block font. Just say Crenshaw yeah. on the black shirt. And so just that link and just that both of them gone within a month of each other is crazy. Yeah. It's so much. That's a lot too. I didn't know about the Crenshaw thing. That's kind of, <clears throat> that's profound on the level that there's a lot of, entrepreneurship that's right. supported in that Crenshaw district for the fact that what's that 30 years ago for Singleton to say yo I'm gonna support this cat I'm gonna put his shirt 
in my movie. Right. And then you see with Nipsey with the Crenshaw shirts like that. The next generation. Huh? Yeah, that's pretty. That's really cool. But, you know what I'm saying? And in that movie, uh, he had, a, you know, the Furious style talking about gentrification. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, of, I see that on the Instagram. I haven't watched that clip over again. But, but yeah. It's just a lot of, you know, conversations that they were having in the 90s mm -hmm. that's extremely relevant right here today, you yeah. know? And and being that that was a source of inspiration in that whole neighborhood. Even like now with 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 John Singleton saying he he the only casting office in Crenshaw mm. district. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So for him to be the one to kind of put South Central on the map because you had Q who was still he was he made his first album. That was the first time he started here in South Central. But for the longest, you had known him from straight out of Compton. Right. He was talking Compton, even though he wasn't from Compton. Right. So when he did his first album, then you started hearing him say South Central. Right. So when Boys in the Hood came, it was the first time you actually got a a visual right. that was more comprehensive mm -hmm. than just the raps and the gangs. And you know what I'm saying? It yeah. was you could actually kind of see some of the culture and the the different kinds of people that existed yeah. in South Central. The, uh, Singleton, I want to say, <clears throat> maybe outside of outside of NWA, outside of uh, the movie Colors, mm -hmm. which was you know wasn't as impactful, but Singleton was like the first. That's the first time I really seen Black LA. You know what right. I mean? Like where it was where you felt the world, you know what I mean? When right. you look at Boys in the Hood, Boys in the Hood remind me of like when you watch Do the Right Thing, you could feel the humidity, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like when you watch Boys in the Hood, you could feel how hazy it is, like you feel like you there, you in right. their neighborhood, they show you so many different slices of life, right. you know what I mean? Whether it's just them on the porch kicking it or like when they on, I guess they was all Crenshaw or Slauson where they was doing, when they no, had they the whole, the nighttime, all of the cars pulling up and shit. Right. Man, you know, and then <clears throat> beyond that, like baby boy, you know, up until <laughs> snowfall. Ah. You know, like. That, that was the thing, like, damn, he got still, he's still working on snowfall, like. Yeah, I, I, I felt conflicted feeling that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Cause God, I don't wanna, you know. I don't want the, the, yeah. the texture and the reality to fall off. Cause, yeah. you know, the visionary's not there. Hopefully they got, you know, layers. I hope so, man. He come across like a dude that would leave some marching orders or at least his his uh his vision is so singular like Spike mm -hmm. that uh if you work with him, I think you kind of you'll you'll know at least what to do. You'll know at least what not to do. But you'll like, be like, "Well, I wouldn't have done no shit like this." But in the case of Snowfall, it's so it's so specific. Yeah. To uh, you having to have been there. It's like you can't go on the internet and search up the 80s. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. The shit that was really going on in the 80s. There was no cell phone footage. and Right. You know what I'm saying? You might get some wiretaps from, some, you know what I'm saying, some court cases and shit, but yeah. you almost had to be there. Right. To, I would hope he got some to people. You know what I mean? To really get that texture of what how it was in the 80s. Yeah, we're going to see. And they, they so far they have been doing a good job. I've been killing it. Yeah, that man. shit was great. Mm. So, you know. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, John Singleton. No doubt. I feel you on that. Uh, <clears throat> I definitely took this weekend to try to write. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, sit down and try to write. 
to your point about that singleton death hit me like it was like damn you know like uh i just got the news he had the stroke on friday right so that was like damn you yeah, know man. it was kind of like you know everybody beat the stroke <laughs> no, no, not, not everybody. Always. But that's, not always, but that's your, your thought. That was my thought process. Like, okay, he'll be back. You know what I'm saying? He might have a limp arm or some shit like that, but he'll be back. Yeah. I, you know, when they were, you know, shit, dog. You know, I'm a hypochondriac, first of all. <laughs> so when anybody, anything, I, nigga, I almost dropped my phone because I'd be so. <laughs> I went. I had to go put my arm in the cuff today. You know what I mean? At the right age, just to see where I'm at. (laughs) Got to make sure because I ate some bullshit this weekend too. We'll talk more about that. But like this week, I was like, "Yo, I'm trying to, you know, just sit down and write. Like, just sit down, undistracted, leave the crib, go somewhere two, three hours, and just stare at the page or stare at the screen. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, whatever come come. You know, and some of the shit is covered in spurts or whatever." But it's like, to the point of what you were saying, with these deaths going on, you see somebody like Singleton who put out so many different projects and now he's gone. So that's the end of his output, right? And you know, if you alive, even a living creative, that's part of I won't say your responsibility, but that's part of the luxury of being alive. It's like, yo, you gotta shoot. If you in the game, nigga, shoot your shot. Whether it go in or go out, shoot the shot. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't overthink it, cause it don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Any, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, man. Shout out to John Singleton. That shit was that's a tough one, man. You know, peace to all the creatives out there too. You know, doing their thing. Shout out to my man DL Warfield. Uh, yeah, I saw he had just had a show. He did another show. He had a yeah show, Fame. I think one million likes. Yeah, one million likes. He did like an ill sculpture with Fame spelt out with all cameras. Right. And if you stand and, in front of it, it takes yeah. your photo. Lights and shit. So that was that's ill. I think this is his third show in the last couple months. He mm-hmm. out there going hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, prices was going hard too. So, oh yeah, I mean, I think that piece right there, that fame piece you was talking about, he had it up for fifty five thousand. Who we get it? You know what I'm saying? Nah, but you know it's get art. That you know, shit, yeah. but it's shooting the shot. And you got to. Is, you know what I mean? But you it's got like to. that's the business of art. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like everybody always thinks starving artists, but nah, every artist. Where that shit come from? I don't know. Where did that shit? Because <laughs> the shit is pervasive. People right, but, feel like it's nobility in being a starving nah, artist. but because, you know, when you're doing art, it takes time to move, maneuver through the system to get to the point where people are seeing the value and paying the value mm-hmm. of the, you know, the suffrage. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it takes a minute to get to that point where people are actually paying good money for your art. Yeah. But that ain't, that ain't no reason why you shouldn't try to charge it. Yeah. What is value. Mm-hmm. So, but everybody might not have the same value system on their work. That's true. And that's where the shit come in. But yeah. you have you have fine tune your value system. They say it's only worth what people are willing to pay. You know what I mean? Right. And it's and sometimes it's all subjective. Absolutely. So, you know, it's how you position and how you maneuvering and how you um, making people look at it. Right. 
can define what the value of it is. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, if you come through strong about it, yeah, okay. You Don't come I mean? through meek with yeah. a high price. Well, I mean, yeah, it's Ooh, a, reluctant, it's, expensive ass. That shit is nah, too confusing. Reluctant and expensive don't go together. You gotta be like It's like shit. Nipsey with the hundred dollar mixtape. Right. You know what I'm saying? Proud to pay. Right. What's up? Yeah, man. It's position. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I went to actually went to a, a art gallery on Friday because it's freeze going on. I think it's mm -hmm. the, you know. So there's a bunch of little like uh, shows going on, and um, I was running. I was running around with uh, Young Dub P's in the building. Oh, he's in town. He's in town. So we went to the. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He know. Me. He know. Like you know. He know the the <laughs> uh, the circuit. The art circuit. Right. right. This shit is in the cut. Like, if right. you didn't know there was a, like, you got to go upstairs in this little building on top of a grocery store, mm -hmm. and then there's a fine art fucking show going on. Who would have known? It's, I, I like that. It's kind of cool. Like, just these subcultures. You know, right. that shit is invisible until you, until you know. You know what I mean? Like, that's one thing I always, I respect about comedy. I see it, like, as, you know, before I started doing comedy, you didn't realize damn near anywhere could be the venue for a comedy show. Right. You know, just this little coffee shop, which you just know to go get your coffee or have a little croissant or whatever, maybe write a little bit on Wednesday. <laughs> this shit is packed to the gills right. with the next motherfuckers of comedy. You know what I mean? But right. you wouldn't know that type of shit because you're not plugged in. So it's always, you know, it's kind of cool. It's the more that meets the eye on some Transformer shit. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Oh man. No doubt. So what you what you see at the freeze? I saw some sculpture art. <clears throat> um, I think the artist Jesse Reyes. I want to say sculpture art was fly shit. It was fly shit. I didn't understand it all, mm -hmm. but I I respected it. You know right. what I mean? I didn't understand it. I respected it. I tell you what, they. I took photos of the shit, right? <laughs> and uh, not because I took photos of it, just to, you know, to document shit. Right. And then when I was looking back at the photos, I was like, oh, these shit's photographed well. And mm -hmm. that's also part of the shit, because some of the shit, like when you look at it, you see it one way, but then we take the photo, it was like, it, it was like you realize so many different things were considered, the way they sat it in the light. So mm -hmm. when you shot it, this popped out. Like it was a lot of deliberate shit that you may not have been able to catch immediately. So I respected right. that. The other two places we went to, they were still kind of getting their shit together. They were still getting ready for the show. Mm -hmm. So stuff was on the floor or whatever, wasn't really posted up. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's always good to, you know, check out some art, you know, just yeah. uh, just to see what people put out there. You know what I mean? Right. And, and it, it, to your point, it's subjective. So one person might be like, oh, that's the illest shit ever. Another person would be like, I don't get it. But it's a legitimate entry. No, no doubt. So. And then um, uh, Fahamu Peko got a show that just came out. Is that the cat that used to do the uh, covers? Yeah. yeah, of himself? Yeah, 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 yeah. on other uh, like uh, magazine magazines cover. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Ooh. he got a show, Do or Die. That's moving around. Okay. I just saw some, I think it's in Atlanta. Uh -huh. I think it's hit Philly coming up shortly. Uh -huh. uh, but I saw some pictures of that. His shit is looking real dope. His shit is always dope, real detailed, uh, black people always. Uh -huh. But 
in some of these images, like just rich other colors that's running through the mm-hmm. backgrounds and shit like that. So I just saw pictures of it today. Mm. So uh, I'm probably check it out when it hit Philly. Oh, that's hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not coming to New York. I think it may have already been in New York. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not sure, but like I said, I just saw it on the gram this weekend. Like, oh shit! And <coughs> only because when I was down there, I was talking to a girl that's kind of in his little management team. Right. That was saying it was coming to Philly next. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Ash Nash. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. So the Grim really helping artists out. It that's puts what it it's way back in the visual, com- I mean, yeah. Visual in the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And it was shout out to Goldie Gold too, because a lot of the cast who was going to the DL show, you know what I'm saying? And even the um, Fahamu show was rocking his shirts. You know what I'm saying? Which one? He just had a he just has a he had a whole line of shirts called Invest in Gold. Okay. So he just does his art. Mm-hmm. On the shirts, mm-hmm. so he has you know a lot of different ones, but I think the ones they was at, at DL show, a lot of them was rocking the Nipsey one that he did. Yeah. So he got a certain style, certain colors, uh-huh. okay, of uh, 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 um, like a animated look, mm-hmm. an illustrated look, right? And uh, he been I've been rocking with Goldie Gold <laughs> since MySpace, so he's done a couple of pieces of me. So like mm. if you ever looked on uh like on my mm-hmm. Twitter profile had the little colorful joint. Right. That was a Goldie Gold's piece like that. So that's how they look. Yeah. And um a lot of cats was supporting him at the other show. So it's kinda that's like dope. a you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a nod to the artist right. who doing it at one level, but then also a shout out to the artist that's that's right. on the bubble. Right. Right. So no, that's that that community is looking real good as far as you know, mm-hmm. you know, moving on the ground and making sure that the art scene support each other. That's right, it's a big deal right now. Right, I like that you see people actually buying the shit. You see that's being reported. This person bought that shit for right. you know what I mean. It wasn't like just looked at it. This shit is selling. But that's what it it's is. Beauty. That's what it is, man. Right. You know, <coughs> if if you ain't have no consumers, then it ain't no work. Mm. You know. I was looking at a note I had one of my notebooks. It was like, you know, rich rich people don't make jobs. Consumers make jobs. Mm. So it's like when people buying, that's when mother that's when it's that's that's when the market is right. That's when you could actually create livings and make livings and you know what I'm saying, give people jobs was when people buying. Mm-hmm. If people ain't buying, it ain't shit to do. Yeah. Sometimes though I mean, yeah, I agree. You gotta get the people to buy. But then sometimes on the creative side, it's the job to come up with a story as to why to buy. You know what I mean? Because right. like, you know, like I'm noticing a lot of this shit, <clears throat> a lot of stuff that's out there to be consumed is really based on the story behind it. No you doubt. You know what I mean? Like the the end product is the end product. Again, it is what it is. But it's like when you hit the people with the with the ill story that they attach to, that shit just moves around. And then people, like, you know what I mean? Now it's yeah. like, oh, nah, I had to cop this because this was what's going on with that, but, and that's actually a pull of this, and da 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 But that ain't really nothing new. No, you know it ain't that's, nothing that's, that's That's how it's always been. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? It's always a story, whether you fit in that narrative or not. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's how, you know, that's how Apple made its way into the creative space. You know, they always told the stories of the people who made shit and created shit. While when PCs was on top and that was they was running the game, IBMs and mm-hmm. shit like that, it was more about the working man, and right. the numbers person, and the right. person who had it all pulled together, mm-hmm. suit, 
and personal computer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Making business move faster. And that was their story. Mm-hmm. When Apple was coming with a more story of, of the creative person and the person who right. didn't necessarily follow the rules. And that started to feel like a gang. You know what I'm saying? It was mm-hmm. a small gang in comparison to, you know what I'm saying? This is what the career man's computer. Right. You know what I mean? But you saw that I was a you know as a kid to able to to watch that audience grow based off of that narrative mm-hmm. was crazy. Right. And then now in this space where that narrative is kind of running the conversation. Yeah. Is it now the majority? It yeah, is yeah. by far now because I remember back a couple like maybe what fifteen years ago they were still like it's only X amount and you've mm-hmm. seen it happening. Uh, the phones took it over the. You know, that's, when it, that's, that's when that's when it, it changed. iPods, the first iMacs when they had the colors and shit, that shit started to get cool. Right. Then motherfucking iPod and iTunes tipped uh, it over a little bit, and then that's when it started to grow like that. Right. But that narrative, like with the artists being able to tell their stories like that, mm-hmm. that's part of that narrative. That's part of that whole situation. Because mm-hmm. the, the career man narrative was the story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You wanted to be a part of that. You wanted to have a briefcase. You know what I'm saying? Briefcase. Remember the briefcase was the <laughs> shit. You know the briefcase was the official MacBook Pro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why, right. yeah, nigga, that was the one. <laughs> you know Man. Yeah, the briefcase was the shit, especially in the 80s. That meant you had some shit to do. You that, had some purpose. That was part of the narrative. You had that's some why, documents. That's, it, it consumed, you went right. and consumed that shit because right. you wanted to be a part of that story. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? You wanted to be looked at as somebody who had their shit together. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking briefcase <laughs> with nothing in it. I think I had a briefcase at one time going on interviews. <laughs> with a briefcase, I have shit. I had a manila folder with my with resume, resume in that bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> that shit was smacking around in the fucking briefcase. <laughs> Just uh, like everybody with these MacBooks. shit, yeah. They're all these empty MacBooks, with, all they doing is surfing the net. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's the same shit. Yeah. You just want to go in the coffee shop and flip your shit up. Right. Or be in the airport and flip your mm-hmm. shit up. You want to have your AirPods in and shit. Mm-hmm. Let, them, let them know you part of the gang. Yeah, I still have Whether a... Whether that's you or not. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's the, all about the narrative. That's of course. Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of the narrative... I don't watch, but I definitely watch the internet, and I've uh-huh. seen on the gram and on other forms of social media some big shit happened on your Game of Thrones program. Yeah, this was this was the um, this was the big ass fight, right? It was a big ass fight. This was a fight that was all leading up to. This was one that you know they were always talked about. You know what I'm saying? The main house. The Walkers, right? The White Walkers versus House of Starks, or something like that. The Whites, the White Walkers, the Night King, the Night King. Yeah, the, the, the Third Eye the Blind. Long night, winter has come. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? He's a Third Eye Blind. <laughs> he said somebody and they got three eyes. The or... Three Eye Raven. But yeah, so that was that was that was the big episode this weekend, um, where the big fight between the living and the dead mm-hmm. uh, came together to fight over the night or the or the life. Okay, and um. You know, for all intents and purposes, it it lived mostly up to the hype. Mostly, mostly. Oh, 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 oh mostly. First, well, let me ask you this: It lived up to the hype mostly. Mostly. Were there any surprises? Because it seemed like there was a surprise. Yeah, definitely, it was a surprise. Who actually was able who got to got it cracking? Who got it? Who 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 killed the actual Night King? Okay, that was a surprise. Were you surprised? Um. Yeah, I was surprised. Okay. Not that I didn't. I, I mean, I couldn't say I saw it coming, but okay. I wasn't like, "Oh shit, that's that's out of left field." You know what I'm saying? Because if you 
in hindsight, you can see it leading up to the shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You can see all of the, you know, but you don't, when you watching it, you're not thinking about all the old foreshadowing and right. all that shit where, you know, the three-eyed raven, right. you know, who know all the shit, gave her the knife that she used to kill the motherfucker with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's Spoiler only, alert. Well, shit, if you I ain't mean, seen it by now, yeah. then you, you, I you mean, know. come on. Man. I mean, niggas know we spoil if, shit if, over if, here. if a motherfucker is watching- <laughs> We ain't got no refrigerator If you watching podcast. The Thrones, you done seen the shit. All if you right. ain't, it ain't no such thing as spoiling the thrones because everybody t- that's Tuesday, supposed to be on watching Wednesday. it is watching it by Sunday. Okay. So by Wednesday, if you ain't seen go this ahead. shit, you ain't even interested. All right, so but, go ahead. So it's only certain kinds of shit that could kill this motherfucker. They actually, they don't even know what could kill this motherfucker. This is the Night King. Right. But they do know that Valyrian steel can kill a White Walker. Valerian steel is a certain type of steel, or is that a certain person? type of steel that okay. was made a certain type of way from the old whatever? But uh-huh. it ain't that, it ain't a lot of it in okay. the in the world. Left. Limited. It's very limited, and only rich, noble motherfuckers. You got, got some it. paper to have yeah, it. Yeah, platinum. Yeah, yeah, it's beyond platinum. Okay, titanium. It's Valerian steel. <laughs> it's Valerian steel. Shit ain't so, in the diamond district. So that's the only t- the shit that they know could kill it. They 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 are they are guesstimating that dragon glass could kill them. But I don't think anybody has, has anyone used Dragon Glass on the White Walker. Yeah, um, who uh, Sam Fat Sam Fat Sam used Dragon Glass. Okay. So Fat Sam, what's Dragon Glass? Dragon Glass is 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 a type of material that's formed by hot ass dragon fire. So after it, like after it singes the scorch, it breaks down. It's left well, glass. It's, it's kind of like some shit you mine, like gold. It's like inside of this mountain at what's the name of that damn place? Dragonthorn. Uh, I, I thought it was also just basically obsidian, like something that was made vol- from volcano. It could be volcanic as well. Right, but it, I guess the the so it's like lava that's like right. melded. Right, but then the but the how you myth, do that? The, li- the myth and legend is that it was from dragon fire. But it might not be. But it might not. It be. might be part of what yeah, the cell. It might just be obsidian. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> but they call it dragon mm-hmm. glass. You know what I'm saying? So, in the land where this particular dragon family lived, there's right. a mountain of that shit. Okay. So they were able to mine some of it to go fight with. Okay. Um. So they know dragon gas could fuck with them and Valyrian steel and. This the girl who actually got the job done ended up getting the Valyrian steel dagger through you know. A long line of uh, crazy ass shit in, okay. the, in the history of this particular dagger. Okay, ended up the the dude who with the three eyes passed it off to her. Passed it off to her because it was the knife that was they tried to kill him with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he knew some shit. And then the dude who actually kind of put all that little shit into play ended up giving it to him. And he ended after up, he tried to kill him. Well, he ain't tried to kill him, but he he knew he. He he had a lot to do with his the pops getting killed. He he was a slimy like a slick ass slimy dude. Okay. Who they say might be coming back. Okay. It's a theory that okay. he might still be alive. All right. Even though he got killed with that same dagger. He but, supposedly. Supposedly, okay. but it's a theory that you know what I'm saying he may have. Okay. Have switched bodies with a motherfucker with a bravosi uh, coin. Mm. That's the theory. I know That's niggas is listening like, yeah, yeah, motherfuckers that know. If you know, you know. Cause, I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Bravosi, they got some slick shit where, you know what I'm saying, the, the, they could change faces and shit like that. Using, they hold a coin, they could. No, no, no. The coin just gets you in the game. That, you know what I'm saying? That you could talk to them. 
You got to give them the coin. If you got this coin, then it's like, oh shit. They fuck with you. Yeah, well, like, you just oh, show it or you got to? Yeah, you got to give it to them. They like, oh, shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They have a conversation. Because the little girl you. who killed the Night King, she had one, and that's how she learned to be an assassin Okay. with no face. Interesting. So it's it's a theory out there that, because he gave this girl a coin on one of the episodes, but you don't, you didn't see what kind of coin. Mm-hmm. But it's a theory that he may have given her a Bravosi coin mm-hmm. to trade a life for his life. Oh, uh, okay. You know, so anyway. So that was a surprise that the Arya Stark, the girl, was able to kill the Night King. Right. Because everybody, you know, they, you know, it's all these other theories about, you know, the history and the prince that's promised and all that shit. And everybody was leading up to Jon Snow being. Thought Jon Snow was yeah, going to be the, the one to yeah, put he, in work. He he actually in the interviews afterwards, they, he was like, I did too. He thought uh, he was going to be the one. So he got to page forty-seven. <laughs> so he's like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> He actually didn't get shit done in this damn war. Uh, he looked kind of weak in the war. Even though it's it's weak, it's like, it's funny because everybody is on social media saying how certain people didn't, was worthless in the fight. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying, the dragon, Puerto Rican princess, she didn't really do much. Mm-hmm. But you know, the dragons did hold shit down a little okay. bit until they got tired and beat up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then John, his dragon ran out of gas, so he was on foot. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm Damn, John. <laughs> so he on foot fight. You know what I'm saying? So, so his dragon just fell out, tired. Yeah, because they was fighting the the ice dragon that was the the zombie dragon. Uh huh. And you know that was zombie dragon ain't don't get tired. Okay. Cause he dead. Oh, right. he's dead. You know what I'm saying? So the other two was kind of tired. They're like, so now this. So John Snow wound up fighting the dragon on foot. Not the dragon. Okay. He's tried to fight the dragon with just screaming at him, which was crazy. That was another one. <laughs> John needs he was some like, new, he like, need some new offensive you plays. Need a, you need some tools, brother. <laughs> Motherfucker! But when John when John Dragon got tired and crash landed, he was on foot. Right. So but he got his Valyrian steel. Okay. The Night King is right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they tried to burn the Night King up. So she hit him with the Dracaris, which means fire. Okay. So she hit him with the fire. Then he came out that bitch smirking like, <laughs> It wasn't shit. Yeah, it, it, it didn't do shit. Mm. So he was, still, he was still in the game. So John, his little dragon crash landed. So he on the ground. So he like, all right, I'm about to go, mm-hmm. go to toe to toe with him with my Valyrian steel. He got See, a sword. He got his sword. So you thinking, okay, this it. Yeah. Okay, this the little, this the fight that's supposed right. to happen. Right. And then, <laughs> the Night King, you know, he can raise dead people and shit. Right. That's his whole, his whole army is dead people. Okay. So John trying to get to him and shit. He running. Mm-hmm. And the Night King is like. Mad so he done, raised, he done raised, so he ain't even finna fuck with John. He's like, I ain't got time to be dealing with you, brother. <laughs> Just a crowd of, <laughs> of dead, dead motherfuckers. So now John got to fight hundreds of dead motherfuckers yeah. he's surrounded by. Right. So when people say he wasn't worth shit in the fight, mm-hmm. it wasn't really that he ain't have shit to do. He was preoccupied. Because he was occupied like a motherfucker. Right. But in Aria, the girl, mm-hmm. Who uh, who actually got it done? Mm-hmm. She was out there, you know. She was ready. She was uh, excited to prove that she could, you know, what I'm saying fight. Cause really, nobody's really seen her in battle. Cause she grew up. She's been a kid, right? Yeah, she was a kid, but she was learning how to be an assassin. Okay, all her whole childhood. Okay, on the low, nobody on, knew. Yeah, she was off in Bravos, learning to be a no face killer. 
And nobody knew. No, nobody knew where the fuck she was at. She just been coming home and they still sleeping on No, she didn't even her. coming home because she oh, was okay. out in the world. She ended oh, okay. up coming home later. Right, but right. then, she, you know, she stayed home. That was okay. the long journey home. Okay. But in the meantime, you learning to be a killer. Right. So she was excited to kind of- Show that off. Yeah, you know, get in the, get in the <laughs> game and really yeah, put yeah. The, some of this shit Put in in use. some work on you, motherfucker. Right. But, you know, it's a lot of dead motherfuckers. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she was putting in her little work. Bomb, 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 bomb. But then, you know, they got in a situation. Can you kill a dead person? Yeah, yeah. You could kill them with the dragon glass. You it has with, to be. But what about your Valerian steel? If you ain't got no dragon Valerian, glass. Valerian steel, dragon glass. Um, that's the shit that kill them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That kill them, right? Like, as soon as you hit them with it, it seems like they just. They just. Shatter. Fall the fuck out. Gotcha. But. They got a cornered a little bit inside the joint where she almost got fucked up. But, you know, a couple of cats that was fighting kind of helped her get to the room, boom. And then the uh, lady of the light, the red lady, kind of gave her her wings, you know what I'm saying? Let mm-hmm. her know this, you know, you the one. So mm-hmm. she in there and the red lady's like, you know, um, <clears throat> telling her, you know, to kind of remember who the fuck you is, you know right, what I'm saying? She right. was like, she was like, I remember you, and because when she first seen her way, way back the season, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. the lady told her that she see death in her eyes, you know what I'm saying? That, you kill her, yeah, like you, you have shed many eyes, it's like Neo, yeah, some of them brown, some of them green, and then you know what I'm saying? She's like, and some of them blue, which was the nod that because the White Walkers and shit got blue eyes, oh, okay, which was the nod, like you know what I'm saying? Was that on the low, like if you didn't? Did that go over a lot of people's heads? And now I mean, you're kind of looking back like, oh, okay. If you've been watching it, it wouldn't have went over your heads. Because as okay. soon as she said the other line, when she was like, what do we say to the God of Death? You already know when she first started to learn, that's what her little, the Bravosi sword master was teaching her. Mm-hmm. He was saying, you know, what do we say to the God of Death? Not today. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So once she got that, she knew what time it was. She was like, okay. And there was a you know, <clears throat> to pause right there on the shit, it was like that's the lesson right there. You know what I'm saying? That's that's another thing that gets you thinking, is like sometimes you be out here fighting the wrong motherfuckers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She wasting out here, time out yeah, here John Snowing. She, she out here John Snowing and fighting all these dead motherfuckers when it's only one motherfucker you really need to be fighting. Mm. The Night King, right? The Night King. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Cause you kill him, you kill all of them. And it's we out here sometimes we be doing shit. I be for my speak for myself shit. Sometimes I be out here Fighting the wrong fight, mm. you know what I'm saying? Fighting a bunch of dead motherfuckers. Fighting a bunch of niggas over turkey sandwiches <laughs> and shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Don't do that. You know what I mean? When you yeah. supposed to, you know what I mean, be out right. trying to get filet mignons, right. you know what I'm saying? Trying to catch the blue marlin, right. you know what I'm saying? You out here fishing over the bridge for for, for guppies for and, some trout. And, and trout and bass mm-hmm. when you need to be out there searching for the blue marlin, right. you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of that kind of lesson in the whole shit. But you know, she ended up going to get the shit done. Yeah, I just I saw they put a face on Dame Lillard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like she must have done something spectacular because that meme was that shit is only two days old. God yeah. damn, he got usurped right quick. Woo-hoo. They was like, Dame, let me get this. <laughs> Hold up, this victory stance. Yeah, man, it was um, cool, but you know what I'm saying. Again, so what you say? You said it it lived up to expectations. Almost. Where is it for I mean, it, it was the longest battle scene in TV history or whatever. It probably was the most expensive. It was better you know, than the Red Wedding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was better than the Red yeah, Wedding? Yeah, Red Wedding really? was really a, a pretty much a scene. This was the whole fucking show. Oh, from yeah. Start, from start to finish. It so was it was fight. an hour long battle. 82 minutes. Wow. So, you know what I'm saying? So it was a fight. Okay. But then it was like certain parts of it for me. I, don't, I can't speak for everybody because it's, it's certain crews of people who. 
are fans of the book and mm. the original author. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who are like, you know, they're not really into how the storyline played out. Then you have, you know, the new Jacks who come in that really don't understand what's happening. And like, it might have been too easy to kill the Night King. Like, right. that was an easy kill. Right. Um, like, you know, sometimes if you haven't been paying attention, it, some people are saying that, you know, Arya, you know what I mean? It's like she didn't have to overcome no challenges and shit, like how she just walk up on the Night King. But that was what they was talking about the whole thing, how she was able to creep up on motherfuckers. That right. was her whole shit. She was unassuming. Right. She was, you know, she was, uh, as her, her, her teacher told her, you got to be quiet as a shadow and light as a feather. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And that's that's how it ended up. But for me, it was, you know what I'm saying, it was disappointing on a couple of levels, you know what I'm saying? Like in the strategy, you know, you had the the Dorothraki who was, you know what I'm saying, back in the day we talked about that all they like to do is fight and fuck. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The wow, they just wow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they were the front line. They yeah. were the first the first one. They're alive though. They're not dead. They dead now. Okay. But you know But what they saying? were living fighting. Yeah, they were living. They uh -huh. were on the on the living side. So they were they were out there on the front line. They right. were the first to go. And then the next brown people, the unsullied, was Right oh, behind them, so all the brown people was out outside oh. the gate. Oh, they got brown people on Game of light Thrones. Light brown, light okay. brown. Two, right. two, yeah, two, right. two. They got a couple of light brown. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying like the Dothraki. They kind of like you know, like uh, my man. Uh, what's my man name? Who uh, played Aquaman? Oh, homie, Jason. Yeah. He was the leader of them at one. He's time. in Game of Thrones. He was okay. He, he was the leader of. The Dothraki. I never seen Aquaman. I heard it was good though. Did you Me see neither. Oh, okay. I know him from Game of Thrones, okay. but I know he did play Aquaman. Right. So that kind of brown, okay. you know what I'm saying? Whatever that brown is. Yeah. And then the Unsullied, they kind of like a light skin, like a um, what's that island off the coast of Africa? All the Madagascar. People, nah, nah. They all of the people like in Boston and shit. Oh, Cape Verdean. Cape Verdean. They all look Cape right, Verdean right, right, and right, right. shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wavy hair and shit. I mean, they all that that that, that light that um. That 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 light, but not. It's a funny looking light, like a caramel. This ain't caramel. It's like somewhere in between. Like a burnt sienna. Nah, nah. It's it's like lighter <laughs> like this? than it's lighter than peanut butter, but it's it's nondescript, a nondescript brown. Damn. <laughs> God. It's, it's it's not. It's darker than it's beige. A shade. It's darker than beige, but it's lighter than peanut butter. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's that, dusty. Nah, it's I ain't little, saying it's dusty. It's just a it's a it's a tan, like a khaki. Yeah, like, a, like a khaki. Okay. Yeah, like a khaki color. All right. So they were the first to go. Darth Racky. Khaki the, color killers. The Darth Racky, they were the wildest mother. Everybody was feared the Darth Racky. They were the front line. So this shit started off everything quiet. They waiting. Waiting right. for the signal to go and shit. Okay. So they standing there waiting. And then the old red lady come and light up their swords. So now they hype. Now they swords on fire. They got light up all of their swords. Yeah, all, all at once. Uh -huh. So now they they ready to go. They got yeah. fire. They they hype. These the fighting and fucking cats. The fighting and fucking. They ready to get it in. They ready to get it in. Pawns. They, they go out. So now they got the the drone shot of the motherfuckers riding out with right. the, with the fire. Right. All you see is the fire going out. <laughs> Extinguished. Unceremoniously dispersed. What happened? <laughs> That's it. The dead the dead killed them? Who killed yeah, them? Yeah, the dead killed them. The just, dead that, just that got was just, just dead. Damn. Quickly. Quick. No, Shit. you ain't even get to see them throw a blade. Uh -huh. It was just over. Damn. Oof. They whole race. Uh, Done. That fast. That, just like that. Mm. First three minutes of the show. Uh. 
<laughs> Typical. <laughs> and then, Ain't that and then, so, so now everybody looking like, oh shit. So <laughs> next motherfuckers in line uh-huh. is the Unsullied, who was the, you know what I'm saying? Lighter the shade. The Verdians. Okay. Some more browns. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The K Verdians. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So now the K Verdians is looking like, you know, they, they lead this gray run. And you know, he he probably like the toughest motherfucker on that of me. Because mm-hmm. he's serious. That's all he do. What's his name? Gray Worm. Gray Runner? Gray Worm. Okay, Gray Worm. Yeah. So Is he, he a worm? No, he a man. Okay. He just ain't got no no sexual parts. Oh shit. <laughs> his worm is grayed out. Yeah, yeah. The whole shit. The, uns, the unsullied, they take they they take their little bits and kibbles and bits oh. and train them just to be warriors. That's, so that's how they that's how they not that, sullied. That's yeah, they, they unsullied. ain't got no no fucking kids. And all they do is fucking that's all they fight. They don't they can't fucking fight. They mm. just fight. So they just use all they of just, that. You know, all that yeah. energy. Uh, and fighting, okay, very disciplined, right? So he like everybody looking like oh shit, because they just seen they the, just seen that shit just dissipate. That whole fire went out, all that shit. So now he like all right, I guess it's time to go. He put his little mask, his little helmet on, and he was, you know, what I'm saying ready for it. And then you know, then then the fight started. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was a little, and then, you know, the, they held him off. You know, held him off. Then you know. The whole shit went on. You could watch the rest. I ain't gonna narrate the whole shit. But, you did it, man. But you know what I'm saying? That was to me, it was like, damn, all the brown people had to go. Because, uh, okay. you know, they had to protect, like, they had to retreat. Mm-hmm. So all the unsullied kind of had to protect protect the retreat. Mm-hmm. Like, man, who made this plan? Man, this plan is bad. Why they build the fire trench behind the soldiers? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you build it, you know what I'm saying? Like, they in front of the damn fire trench. <laughs> Now you gotta retreat to get behind the fire trench and light the bitch on fire to slow him up. So uh, that was a little disappointing that all the brown <laughs> people had to go first. You sound disappointed. But my man Gray Run, he was holding that shit down. He ain't die. Oh, right. So he held that shit all the way down. You know what I'm saying? It was like later in the fight when you see everybody fighting and everybody had that hump in their back, like tired and shit. Mm-hmm. You see Gray Run, my that bitch still got that stamina. <laughs> he was still out there kicking ass. There you go. So that was cool. Um, and as far as the last kill shot, like the you know what I'm saying, when she stabbed him, she used the technique that she had used before, mm-hmm. which was cool. I just think the particular shot that they had on it, mm-hmm. like when she she changed hands with a knife on the joint and mm-hmm. changed hands mm-hmm. shit. So she he'll have her arm right here, so she dropped the knife to the other arm. Caught him. You know what I'm saying? They caught him like that. Mm-hmm. But when she did it like that, it looked kinda weak. It didn't look like a heart. Mm. You know, like, you it know, looked like it looked, a knockout. Blow. Yeah, it looked like it was. It was a little, eh, little weak, little mm. tap, and then he, you know, he blew up. But the other little girl, um, Leanna Mormont, mm-hmm. she's like a tough ass, thirteen year old mm-hmm. leader of her little tribe, because mm-hmm. you know they ain't got many people left. Right. So she, so it's whoever's left she, is the leader now. She, she, she's the next in line. She's thirteen, <laughs> she but she hard it. as fuck. Okay, you know what I'm saying? She harder than a motherfucker. She down with Aria. She everybody that's living is down with each other at this point. But Cause yeah, just because they living, because they living. But she was always down with the North, so okay. she was always down with the Starks. And actually, the Puerto Rican princess, the dude who was in love with her but was in the friend zone, he uh, is part of that family. But he was like a uh, what was he? He was like a pirate. He was selling shit on the side. Kind of disgraced his house. Oh, okay. So his daddy kicked him out the house. Oh. So he was an exile. So okay. this little girl was running that family. Okay. So she thirteen, little bitty motherfucker with you know strong mouth. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She out there on the front, not in the front line, but the inside front line, behind the wall front line. Okay. The second line. The second line behind the wall. Mm-hmm. 
then the, the the zombie giant came through. The giants, you know, they be kicking ass. So the zombie giant came, kicked down their little dough. Mm-hmm. And then she's standing right She the first one standing right there. Mm-hmm. Zombie slapped that little ass out the way. Pow! And Killed her? <laughs> nah, she ain't died. He just gave her the <laughs> gave her, Get out of the way. <laughs> My God, he started killing shit, right? Uh-huh. And then um, she, you know, she ain't having it. She like, shit, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, so she yeah. came with her little war scream. Right. Ah! Then he grabbed the ass up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he pulled up. You know, looked like he was about to eat her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then she was able to stab his ass right in the eye with the dragon glass. But her shit, her kill shot was hard. Her shit yeah. Was, ah! <laughs> Got him. It wasn't like a little, eh. yeah, Her shit was, was like, yeah! <laughs> so she killed... She killed a giant. A little bitty motherfucker killed okay. the giant. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which, you know, is is f- probably for the fans and shit, but you know, yeah. you know. Everybody wanted to see her get a good death if she I had to. I saw that. I saw something that being discussed. All right, well that's cool. So again, okay. it was a great episode. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It was good for the show. You know what I'm saying? People are divided on, you know, the execution of it and right. you know what I'm saying, the storyline. But, you know what I mean, I was Satisfied for a good Sunday night date night with my wife. Okay. Throne situation, a good social media. Your wife still in on it? She yeah, still feeling yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was satisfied with the with yeah, the killing. Yeah. I mean, it was very tense and dramatic shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? From the jump, it's like right. your shit. Your oh, heart oh, is shit. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. just following it. Your heart beating for a certain character or just, just the intensity just so of the, the the battle. It's like it was no break. It was just like every fucking whole shit. It was like you know you got you got fighting and then you got motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, trying to get away. Then you right. got the dragons doing their thing. Right. And then you like, damn, don't let the dragons die. Uh-huh. Then you know, and then you got the Night King trying to get to the Three Eyed Raven, mm-hmm. and you thinking the Three Eyed Raven about to do shit, but he ain't do shit. But <laughs> damn, he went off into the Three Eyed World and. You Stepped know, off. Three eyes act like he ain't see a thing. He ain't see, but obviously <laughs> he, he, he saw something. He I probably, know you saw that shit. It's probably gonna be in the next few episodes. You'll understand why he did what he did because he was like, "I'm gonna be leaving now. I'm on my business." <laughs> and then he just left, and everybody fighting to protect his ass. He just out there in another world. What is he a gremlin? What kind of what nah, kind he of thing? A, he a human, but he in a wheelchair. Cause oh, okay, you know what I'm saying. Jamie sure. Lannister pushed him out the window because he saw Jamie fucking his sister, which you know what I'm oh, saying. Man. The realm yeah. frowned upon, which would <laughs> let you know that you know what I'm saying yeah. that you know his sister's kids mm. wasn't really the king's kids. Mm. It was you know what I'm saying. It was her nephews and okay. nieces. Third eye. You know what I'm saying. So they was like you know this this little motherfucker got to go. Mm. Cause he seen it, you know. He the only one seen it with his own eyes. Everybody else was rumors, mm. so they pushed him on out the window. That's how he got in the wheelchair, and become his journey to the Three Eyed Raven. Oh, he got a third eye when he lost his legs. When he lost his legs, he started having these dreams, and then uh. it was a long journey of him getting from, you know, his house which had fallen to the the original Three Eyed Raven. Right. Who was gonna teach him how to do this shit? Mm-hmm. So he went and didn't learn enough. So mm-hmm. now he's just trying to learn on the job at this point. Okay. So, but we don't know what the fuck he was doing. He just was out of here. He said, "I'm getting the fuck on out of here. I'm in the chair. I'm about to." No, he no was problems. just. He had something to do. We just don't know what the fuck he. <laughs> he had, had to some do. shit going. Yeah, on. he had some shit to do. He was like, "I gotta go now." Y'all take it easy. And then you know his, his little birds went flying out. I don't, we don't know what the fuck he was doing. But we, how many episodes left? Out. It was three. It's six episodes or eight? 
You still so there's still some resolution you waiting on or was yeah, this still enough? a lot of shit because you still got who gonna get on the Iron Throne because Cersei is sitting on the Iron Throne now. That's the one who be fucking her brother. Mm-hmm. Got it, who had Cersei it. black, right? No, she no. I don't know why Only I two black she, people uh, is, is the the Caverdians. Shout out to Emperor Cersei <laughs> on the radio in Atlanta. <laughs> DJ Emperor Cersei. Absolutely. Shout out nah, to that Cersei, Cersei is white. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's white, white. Oh, man. Shit. Well. So that was good, man. That was sound it. good. I mean, you know sound, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I like the fact that the people know. And yeah, everybody, everybody know. I mean, and if you don't know, you now know. Now you know. If you don't know, it's like, you know, some people who don't watch the shit is confused, like whatever. Because, you you know, at this point, there ain't no real need to catch up. Right. Because, you know, you done seen the means to the end of the story and shit. It ain't the end, but, you know, Mm -hmm. you'll probably just have to want to be involved with it now. Mm. But uh, did you catch uh, the Avengers? I did not. You? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did the whole thing? Yeah, it was the Stark weekend. Did you buy, uh, (laughs) he's in the Avengers? Well, nah, it's Tony Stark. Oh, Stark. And then, then uh, it's the Stark family in Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, I got, so, you, I got you, got you. So on Thursday, everybody was like, all these memes talking about we need a press circle over all the Starks. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't see it. Uh, nah, I didn't see it. I wasn't even, honestly, I didn't give, I wasn't you, even. You ain't ex- even into that word. Not really, not to the point. I almost wanted to see it because, you know, the hype. Mm-hmm. But, uh, dude, if knowing that it's three hours long, I'm like, I'll, I'm good on it. I'll check it out at some point. I mean, I'll check it out at some point, but I just feel like I saw the last one. I saw Infinity War. But this is the conclusion of that. That's what I know, but I didn't. I don't feel like I need a conclusion because I still don't realize I well, fell asleep three times in Infinity War. Yeah, I mean, so. to, for me, I'm not a, I'm not a comic book Marvel. I'm not up on it. I don't know who, what kind of right. powers, and I don't even, I ain't even know. I had to ask my son who the character was in right. some of the instances, but. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess I enjoyed it for what it was, but I know I would have enjoyed it a lot more if I was a follower of the storylines. Right. You know what I'm saying? He so was invested. I could see how, you know, people were really invested in was the Was your story. son invested? Yeah, he really invested. How'd he feel as far as I've heard that this is better than all of them? Yeah, he felt like this was this, this was, was the this, it, was, this was it, and like, this was the end. This was the resolution of the trilogy. I don't know. I don't know what the, they left it open ended. I don't know. I don't you know. There. I heard it's the end, but I don't know what the fuck. No, this I'm shit saying, but you in. saw the movie. Did they leave it open ended, or did it feel like it was? But see, over? all these movies, all these Marvel shits interconnect for different shits. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. I think it's the end of the Avengers okay. shit for the movies. I guess. I guess it's the end of all their contracts and shit. <laughs> so they gotta get so, the expenses. You know yeah. So I don't really know how it's supposed to go. Okay. All I know is is that you know what I'm saying this shit was a three hour movie. Yeah. And you know. They 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 got back what they lost in the first one. Yeah, my homie uh, Darren he uh, posted on Instagram. It was just interesting to see. He posted a list of all of the MCU movie releases since two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. It's been twenty two joints. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy when you see it on paper, just to see like how prolific they've been and how many. You know these are event films, right? How many of them motherfuckers that they knocked out? But then also the point of his post was one thing that I I've been hearing a lot too is you know they ain't go to like to the uh, 
the obvious directors, the action guys like a Michael Bay or whatever they're using people like, mm-hmm. you know, comedy directors, really? James Gunn. Yeah, like James Gunn, I think, did the Scooby-Doo movie. He might have done, he did another movie called The Super, which was kind of like a superhero movie, but it was a little different. I forget the guy who did this Endgame, but he did like a comedy movie. So like yeah, John like, Favreau did like Swingers. Ryan Coogler did Black Panther. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, so I can well, he it. did Creed. He did, you know, but I'm saying, no, but I mean, but like these people don't come from like, it wasn't like they did a whole bunch of action. Like right. Ryan Coogler was like one of the few. Yeah, but you talking from a, you know, 20 million, 15 million dollar movie to to $100 no, no, million. No. Of course, That's different a- budget. No, but I'm saying as far as sensibility goes, he might have been the only one that was close to the obvious sensibility in the way that he did a movie like Creed where it was, you know, fight scenes and all that type right. of shit, whereas everybody else is kind of coming away with like funny narrative movies, but then they, they killed it. But they offered it to Ava DuVernay first. Oh, okay. Black Panther. Okay. Yeah, she turned it down, but. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? It, it seemed that they were. I think I heard that before, yeah. They were going outside of the box, yeah, to get the directors to. That was the point. That was what he was trying to put out there. He was saying, you know, they took a chance on the people. Like he, he had a whole quote. It was a, you know, I'm paraphrasing the Instagram post, but he had a quote that kind of spoke to the spirit of the decision making, Uh and it was just, and it laid it all out like, boom, this, 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 and then my, my man, um. My man Mingle, who came through, he said back in the day, you know, they were trying to shop that deal to many different studios, and people really just wanted Spider-Man. They didn't even want all the other shit. Right. And now, you look at this shit 20 years later, you know, or not even 20 years later, 11 years later, fucking 22 movies. And and the most (laughs) highest grossing movies ever, some of them, you know what I mean? I think this one is what? Is this the highest grossing movie? I don't First know. First week. They s- did it beat? Because um, I heard they said it wasn't yeah, going to like, beat Infinity they, War. Infinity, yeah, I think it beat Infinity it beat, War. It beat it, all right. It like billion dollars worldwide first weekend and shit. Some okay. crazy shit like that. Too. Yeah, so. I think it was like one and a quarter billion, actually. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, count that's, them up. That's real <laughs> shit. Let's not, let's not count out that quarter. Don't count the quarter, Bill. Yeah, <laughs> Put that on the table. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Speaking of... Uh, expectations Word. HBO oh, so I'm watching Barry uh-huh. I'm still sticking with Barry I fuck with Barry you better you know I've been over here no doubt no doubt Barry supporter my like I said my son is a Barry supporter I've watched a few episodes of Barry this season uh, I don't know what season okay I, last one I would like I said is he was in acting class and yeah. um, one of his victims dad showed up to uh, the love party or something or somebody was talking about somebody was affected one of his victims people was on the stage talking shit yeah I think that's season one yeah that's where I'm at yeah season one is great I like season one season two it's killing me cause some shit happened in season season one ends on a crazy note right where I don't wanna fuck it up for you but uh you know he busts his gun right Mm -hmm. and uh there's some shit and there's some fallout from it um. Well, he yeah he he busts his gun and in season two we trying to see if there's gonna be any consequence for that right if he's gonna be held accountable for that what's gonna happen you know because the thing is what the the whole thing about the the show is him walking that tightrope between being a, a contract killer you know what I mean and trying to change his life 
to be an actor and kind of a little bit more fully realized, you know, right. not killing people, you know, something new. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he got some bodies in his past that are, you know, they're not all the way resolved. Right. So we tried to see how he's gonna get away with this shit. And each episode is like spectacular stalling. Like it's going way out the way. Drag it out, man. Oh man, they are dragging the fuck out of this shit. This shit is killing me. It's it's killing me on because some of the shit starting to become. It's getting a little ridiculous. It's already comedy, but it's getting a little too ridiculous. It's the thing that I like was how they strike that balance, where they'll give you some real shit. Mm-hmm. And then temper it with some funny. It's been heavy on the funny, heavy on the cliffhangers, heavy on the plot twists. Like this last episode, Barry's been very reluctant to bust his gun. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know. I guess I'm bloodthirsty, but I need Barry to be Barry. I know you want to be, you know, I know Damn. you want to get off book. You're like Tasha on power. Yeah, I man. I know you want to get out of the streets, but I, I fell in love with ghosts. Look, man, I need you to, I need you to get the job done. As long as you got some shit outstanding, when you could get that list down and it's over, once you killed everybody you need to kill, mm-hmm. go ahead, take a go get a commercial audition, do what you need to do. Right. But right now, I can't see, I can't have you pull up to the kill and be like, hey, listen, I'm supposed to kill you, but I'm not gonna kill you. Cause I gotta study some lines tonight. Right, or, or <laughs> just cause I'm trying to be a better person. He telling them this? Just so much, somewhat. Right. I mean, he's being, rel- he's like, yo, Look, I'm supposed to kill you, but I'm not gonna kill you. What I want you to do is I want you to go, I need you to go to Chicago, they in LA, I need you to move. You got some family in Chicago, I need you to go to Chicago for like a year so I don't have to kill you. Dude is like, all right, you know, whatever, whatever. Barry got a little glass, he got the um, this face mask on and some shades on covering his face. And he's like, he's walking with the guy, like trying to get him to go ahead and start packing a suitcase. Mm-hmm. As he's moving through the house, Looking, they go into this one room and it's all types of trophies and medals around for like Taekwondo, oh, for like U.S. Olympic level Taekwondo. This cat is a champion, right? right? And he's oh, yeah. chill. He's chill. He's like, all right, fair enough. You know, like he's compliant. He don't really show no uh, no signs of uh, uh, aggression. You know, right. well, sure enough, out of nowhere, he hit that nigga with a roundhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. They get into a mean ass fight, you know. They get scuffle, and Barry getting his ass whipped a little bit. Barry do what a he needs to do, but yeah, he's taking he's taking a big L for a fucking hitman. Right. You know what I mean? This shit, you could have done this. You could have you could have saved yourself an ass whipping. Right. He bleeding all out of his ski mask. You know what I mean? Like it's looking <laughs> crazy. Uh, he tear the, he he catch him one boom catch him fuck his fuck the kid's windpipe up mm-hmm. like just collapse his windpipe the guys wheezing his shit like can't breathe and finally he falls out wow now he's looking like it's looking like he's dead and shit so Barry's like Whew, fuck you know uh, and then I forget what happened a little girl pops up he's got a kid. Little girl pop up. She got like a kung fu gi on. <laughs> she ain't playing no game. She's Aria Stark. Is it Aria Stark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She on her Aria Stark other girl. <laughs> she's <Layla> Mormon. <laughs> dog. She's like a superhero slash gargoyle. She's flipping off of shit. Ha-da-da, coming at him. Stabbed him a couple times. Oh. Motherfucker about to bleed out. She runs. She's out of there. 
So now she's on the loose. So we got somebody that is sick. Barry's whole shit came off his mask. She's he she's seen him. She can ID him. Right. She's gone. He goes back because he got his man Fuchs. His uh his kind of like his <laughs> dispatch. His man Fuchs. She go. He goes to the car. He's like, Yo, Fuchs, we gotta go. To, you gotta take me to the hospital. I'm I'm about to die. I'm bleeding out. You gotta take me to the hospital. Fuchs like, Nah, 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 don't worry about. It. He's way too casual for the fact that Barry's literally bleeding Dying. out. He's like, Yo, I'm about to run up in here. I'm gonna get you some stitches out of the right aid. I'll be right back. Pull into the little emergency. So I'm gonna get some corn nuts. You want some? Uh, you know, he's real casual. Barry like, My man, I'm bleeding out. I need you to hurry up. So he do a terrible job of stitching them up. Stitches pop out again. He tells him, yo, uh, he got a daughter whose daughter's crazy. He's like, Barry, we got to kill the daughter. You know, we got to kill everybody. So Barry's like, man, I'm not doing this shit. I'm not killing her. I'm, I'm definitely not killing the kid. The kid, she's like 13, 15, something like that. I'm not killing her. I'm not going to kill the kid. I feel terrible because I was like, first, first time I seen everybody get on this, I'm like, Barry, you got to bust your gun. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. But anyway, so he's like, I don't want to do it. So then the girl comes back. And uh, and Fuchs tries to like appeal to her, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Hey, little girl, you know that type of shit. And she do some ah, like run, <laughs> jump in a tree, run through this, flips, winds up on the top of the fucking house, and is like just like just sitting there like on some gargoyle Cr shit, crouching tiger, crouching, <laughs> crouches there for like two and a half hours, just sitting looking at these motherfuckers. <laughs> they sitting in the car, Barry half dead, Fuchs scared to death. <laughs> They're like, yo, what we gonna do, man? We gotta figure this shit out. What we gonna do? I forget how they get out of this situation. But they did they ever kill anybody? So they get to the point, I forget how we got to the, uh, somehow they wind up in another, the little girl sitting there. Barry's not gonna kill her. Fuchs is afraid. So I forget how we get to the spot to where they wind up at a grocery store. For whatever reason, they go to a grocery store. I think he's in the grocery store to get some more shit to, to fuck with his wound. He's in the grocery store. He had told Fuchs, he said, well, you know, the the uh, the Mark is dead. The the father, he's dead. I seen him go out. He's dead. So they're in the grocery store. He's in, like, the little the uh, pharmacy aisle. He looked a couple hours over. He see homie with the windpipe standing up looking for some bandages to fix his whole shit. He's wheezing the shit. He lived to the motherfucker. <laughs> So the guy that wanted Barry to... See, the whole thing is... This is the thing. Fuck it. We spoil shit over here. He killed this one police officer, this black woman, Janet, or Janice, this black woman who was uh, dating, who happened to start dating his acting coach, Henry mm -hmm. Winkler, right? They all went on like a... Um, they went to Henry Winkler's like little beach house. Not beach house, but like little farmhouse or whatever like one of them little cabin type joints it mm -hmm. was harry i mean barry and his lady um what's her name sally barry and sally janet and uh damn i forget my man's name henry winkler mm -hmm. so they out there couples type you know kick it barry had to kill her because she's a had to retreat yeah because she's a detective mm -hmm. and she's starting to push it together and like she's not an idiot. Like that's right. the thing about this show. Sometimes the tone is weird. Right. But she was never an idiot. She could be funny at times, but she was never. A, she's not a dumb cop. She's right. a good police officer. Right. So she's doing police work, and the shit. She realizes through the police work, 
yo, you the one that did this. And then when he, when she discovers that, he realized he got to kill her, and right. he winds up killing her. So that's how it ends. He kills her, right? Uh, shout out to Chris Lambert. He ain't really wasn't feeling the black woman getting killed at the end of the shit. I mean, you of know, course, you know nobody was. It felt know, weird, you know what I mean? Especially now that we're HBO killing. <laughs> especially now that we in the um, we about four episodes in, and there still ain't been no justice for Janet. You know right. what I mean? Like there's part of you that's like. So Janet was the end of first season. Janet was the end of first season. So she now we had no justice for Janet. No justice for Janet. For Janet had like there was another cop that was like her partner that she was cool with. So he got an idea that Barry might have done it. So somehow, and I'm fucking it up a little bit, but somehow he uh, he apprehends Fuchs. Fuchs is Barry's dispatch, the guy that's always telling her what, mm -hmm. who to kill. He got Fuchs like, yo, I need you to wear a wire. We got to get Barry. So, you know, the first time he tries to, Barry don't say nothing. So Fuchs is kind of like kind of going back on, you know what I mean? He don't really want to do Barry no. like that. That's his guy. He ain't no snitch. Nah, he ain't really no snitch. And um, Barry comes through. He calls Fuchs. He's like, yo, man, I got to talk to you. Because, you know, he's coming undone with all this shit going on. Mm -hmm. You know, Sally's his lady. She's doing a scene about how her ex-boyfriend abused her. So, like, he's tight about that. Like, he's tight about a lot of shit. You know what I mean? He's, cause he talked about, they all gotta do scenes from like very like uh, traumatic points in their lives. So right. Barry wants to do a scene about when he was in the army, how, you know, he saw his first dead body and how he responded. Mm -hmm. And initially the story he tells makes him seem a lot more heroic mm -hmm. than what really happens. And later on you find out what really happens, which is way darker and it's fucked up. So anyway, so it's a lot of that type of thing where it's like, Barry, the the central theme around a lot of these people is they're still kind of reluctant to accept who they really are, or at least what their behavior puts them to be, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, so he's obviously in strong conflict because he's trying to change his life, but he's still, you know, being called on to kill, called on to train killers, shit like that. So Janet's partner, I forget his name, he's got Fuchs on the wire. Barry comes through. Fuchs is like, yo, don't come through. I don't want to talk to you. Lose my number. He's trying to save him. Mm -hmm. Barry's like, what are you talking about? <clears throat> he winds up pulling up on Fuchs, and he's like spilling his guts. <clears throat> he says too much, and then the partner reveals himself. Police, you're under arrest. Da -da 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 -da. So you're like, oh, damn, Barry, you fucked up. So this is where the cliffhanger comes out. The partner's like, yo, I need you to kill my ex-wife's current husband so the police need a hit so the police need ah. a hit that's cliffhanger number one right so that's where we get to the cat with the taekwondo belts and fuck right. it that was that guy that guy was messing with the dude wife <clears throat> he was dating the dude's ex-wife oh. i don't even know exactly why he wanted to kill him but he just wanted to kill him i guess maybe jealousy or whatever he couldn't but beat him right couldn't beat him <laughs> obviously his ass for sure because check this out <laughs> so they're in the um they're in the grocery store and dude wheezing, you know what I mean? He's coming towards Barry. And then the officer who who ordered the hit, he's like, freeze! You know, he's trying to stop the whole shit. Taekwondo hit him with a mean roundhouse. Wah, 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 wah. Hit the police with it? Yeah, dude, it looked like that nigga got hit by a truck. He <laughs> bow, killed him with the, with the roundhouse. Hit his ass with a roundhouse, leveled him. He's dead. 
He's dead on the <laughs> ground. Uh, cops running, kill homie. Bah, 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 bah. Barry somehow escapes out the back. They don't see him. Fuchs. This was the, this is why they went to the super. This is this is how ridiculous shit gets. The reason that they went there. Ba okay, here we go. Backpedaling. <laughs> Barry, dog, my shit probably just as convoluted as your shit. It is what it is. <laughs> Barry trying to get his stitches. You know, I told you he did a terrible job of stitching it up. So Fuchs says, fuck it. He goes and gets some like crazy glue and just squeezes that shit all into the wound. Right. He's like, yo, what's that? He's like, it's crazy glue. It's gonna keep your shit good. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? So somehow he fucks around, got all this crazy glue on his hands. He winds up crazy gluing his hands to the steering wheel. He can't, he can't take his hands off the stairwell, so they take him to go, I guess they were gonna go get some shit to get his hands off the shit. So his hands is on the stairwell, cops pull it up. He can't leave the scene, right. he's still in the car. <clears throat> Somehow he winds up in the back, Barry sees him, and um, cops is from this direction, Fuchs is right here in the car, like, Barry, get in the car, Barry, get in the car, hurry up. Cops is over there, and it cuts. So you don't know what Barry's gonna do. Is Barry right. gonna go with Fuchs? Right. But it's like, my man, how many times are we gonna fucking, we gonna- Narrowly escape. Yeah, man, it's it's still enjoyable, but they, they stalling me, they killing me. I see it, it's 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 creative, mm -hmm. it's creative distraction, but it's still distraction. I mean, but that's what all this shit is. It's I just guess. entertainment, man. Yeah, man. Shit, if you, they gave it all to you in one swoop, you'd be done and there'd be nothing be to upset. watch. Yeah, man. You know, so. They drag it out. They, you know, they give you some of the shit you want. They, you know, what I'm saying they take away some of the things shit you supposed to, you think you supposed to have. And then, you know, at the end of the day, you talk about it on social media. Everybody happy. There you go. Word up. Speaking of which, why don't you tell the people where you're gonna be? Let's get out of here, man. Where am I gonna be? I'm gonna be here, man. I'm gonna be here. Mm -hmm. You know, constructing this remix. Okay. Um, I'll be on the ground mm -hmm. at Mr. Muhammad. Mm -hmm. Twitter at Mr. Muhammad. Uh, shout out to, you know what I'm saying, all the people that, you know, fuck with me on, on the social medias and shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, shit, until next week. There you go. Where am I going to be? I'll be at uh, Union Hall on the 7th. Uh, my man Nori Davis has a show out there. Uh, Nori and Nash Rose, they do a show out there. So I'm doing that on the 7th. On the 8th, I'm at Hotel Chantel. Stan is doing a pop-up show there. And then on May 17th and 18th, I'll be in Saratoga Springs at the Comedy Works out in Saratoga Springs. Tickets just went on sale, so get those. And next week, I'll be right here. And in the meantime, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. We are out! to be in the conversation, conversation.